This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Good afternoon, everyone, and welcome to Sports Talk here on the Big 870. Mike to tell you along with the Cajun Cannon, Bobby Bear. Steve Gillis will join us in the 5 o'clock hour. we got Charlie Long handling everything behind the scenes. Baba, we, we got it all day yesterday and certainly this morning about what's going to happen with Kareem Hunt, what's going to happen with Anthony Barr. looks as though the Giants are not in the mix for Anthony Barr. And Kareem Hunt now has left Indianapolis, no contract. Well, that that's uh, so much surprising because what was out there that, well, the Colts are going to pay, pay him more money, Kareem Hunt, uh, than the Saints will. But then when you uh, when you break down the contract, and th- that's one thing as a player, you got to trust your agent. No, I'm looking out for your best interest and also mine. So uh, uh, that I I think whether it's Barr or Kareem Hunt, it could be nothing occurs or happens until the end of August. You might say, well, a lot of rosters and all, no, because uh, they're gonna have not for them. They're gonna have uh, players getting cut and who you're gonna pick up and. Uh, they might say, well, we, this is the most we can get right now. So uh, the agent is probably telling the players, and I'm just from past experience, be patient, be patient, and even though it's harder, easier said than done. Uh, but So, yeah, he, they could both still end up in a Saints uniform, Mike, or they both could end up somewhere else. I, I, I don't know. It's like – it's a money game now, and also, too, it, it, uh, we've talked about this for a long time. Sort of morbid, but it is true. Waiting for somebody to go down with an injury. Yeah, then your value goes up and teams get more desperate, and uh, then, therefore, you can make more money. Baba, today uh, at camp it was situational football. We saw it uh, uh, two-minute drills going on, but the emphasis to get the ball to the tight end was certainly there. We saw Jimmy Graham, four catches. Uh, Foster Morrow, a couple catches. Taysom Hill, four catches uh, working out of the slot. So you could see, no matter who the quarterback was, uh, that was a big emphasis in the situational two-minute drill. Well, and it was a two-minute drill, like uh, D.A. said. It wasn't at the end of the first half. It was at the end of the game. It still was a situation 
where you both uh, not needed a touchdown but needed a field goal to win. And Derek Carr was able um, to drive him down. Looking at that, Mike, uh, I know I thought initially um, that Derek Carr didn't get off the fast start. Uh, good coverage. I look Valante Taylor and Alave. Then he threw like an outlet pass, a bad pass to Jamal Williams on that outlet. Uh, but then he hooks, hooks up with uh, Jimmy Graham uh, for two straight passes uh, on that drill. And then he ended up hitting uh, Taysom Hill on the crossing route, and then they clocked it, they kicked the field goal. Uh, Will Lutz was 6-6. Six to six. He made all his kicks, uh, which would have won the game. Then Jameis Winston came in, and actually, if you, if you look at it, four straight passes uh, were completed to Taysom Hill. Now, I don't know exactly what coverage they were playing and you know what they had called, but when utilizing the tight end, um, you don't necessarily think tight end versus corner. You think tight ends versus linebackers or maybe a safety. And then I think I like the Saints' chances if that would occur. Bob, in two of those plays, he wasn't pro open. He was high school open. I mean, there were like four or five yards between him and the defender. Uh, he was way, way open on those plays. So, man, it goes to show his athleticism also, too. Him matched up against a linebacker and got a shot. Yeah, and then, uh, you know, even the defense uh, made some plays in those drills. Like, Ugo had a nice pass uh, defending. That's agent zero, uh, number zero. Uh, Paulson Adebo had uh, a good pass defending. Uh, looking at Hayner, uh, he came in there. And, and Mike, you could see this because uh, I think uh, come the second half, third or fourth quarter against the Chiefs, uh, when Hayner's in there, he, uh, he hooked up like uh, three times with uh, Shaq Davis, the rookie out of uh, South Carolina State, six foot five, two fifteen. 215. Uh, Foster also caught a pass from Hayner and Jimmy Graham also. So uh, watch that connection. You know, when you're not familiar who's playing, uh, like Jake Hayner uh, to Shaq Davis. Uh, on the back end of games, you know, whether it could be the Priest, Chargers uh, or it could be Texans like the Texans. and the drills. Yeah, yeah, like, you know, the fourth quarter, you have to look at the roster. Who's playing right now? Who's trying to make the team? So, um, you know, when, when I see that. But the one thing I wanted to share and that I am not worried about uh, Derek Carr in this scenario. Do you know that, and this is not an opinion, this is what Derek Carr has accomplished that in two-minute situations, fourth quarter, are you going to win the game or not? That Derek Carr has engineered 33 game-winning drives and 28 fourth-quarter comebacks since he began his career in 2014. That's the most with any quarterback in the NFL in that span. So, Mike, that's a big sample. You're talking about almost like 10 years so Derek Carr, because the Raiders' defense sometimes, they're in shootouts, they weren't very good, but he's engineered 33 game-winning drives. You know, if you have like a handful plus or maybe a couple of handfuls, but, but 33 and then looking at 28 four-quarter comebacks to win the game, uh, I, I thought uh, that that bodes well for him. And you compare it to like what the Saints have done, like kind of post-Drew Brees where we're at, the Saints quarterback play uh, been the last two seasons. The team has uh, almost as many turnovers, seven on drives that start inside the final two minutes of the first or second half as they have scores, which is eight. 
So it just shows you the stability and the difference that Derek Carr, uh, you still would have a lighter dinner to a lot of hope um, with him at the helm, either leading a fourth-quarter comeback or having a game-winning drive. And that was not necessarily the case the last two seasons uh, for the Saints offense. But breaking it down today, it was Taysom Hill, Jimmy Graham day. Between the two of them, eight receptions uh, during the drills. We'll be back with more sports talk here on the Big 8-7A right after this break. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. We're back here on Sports Talk on the Big 870. Mike Detail, along with the Cajun Cannon, Bobby A.B. At 435, Deuce McAllister will join us. Bob, uh, it was brought up today. You brought up a part of it. So did Doug Mouton from Channel 4 about the fact that uh, next year, because of some new construction there, that training camp might not be uh, in Metairie. Uh, right. So it's not all about the, the heat, heat, the heat, and all uh, because that. you have an indoor facility. Yeah, I think it's a combination, but that's why I brought up um, what's still going to be hot um, when the Texans come to town. Uh, you can't go in the indoor facility because you have two teams and two practices going on at the same time. Now they have enough uh, uh, fields outside. You know, you can go side by side. Saints offense against the Texans defense. And then the Saints defense against the Texas offense. And you have two practices going on at the same time, but you're still dealing with the heat. But then that's when Dennis kind of said, I, I think, Mike, now, uh, lightning, you never know, something could come about. But he was saying, no, uh, the plan is right now that uh, we will uh, have one practice outside and, one and then one inside at the dome. But, n- but not at the facility, more, I guess, uh, utilizing 50 yards, 50 yards both ways and. And uh, but uh, that that's gonna dig outside, and they utilize in a hundred yards on both those fields side by side. That would be an intense practice, Mike. Where same thing with the Chargers, but you don't have to worry about the weather in Los Angeles as far as um, how practice is gonna be. That's gonna be a really nice test for your defense. You know who you're going up against. Justin Herbert and that receiver. <laughs> and that receiving core is really good. And I think that'll be the real test. All this stuff about preseason with the Chiefs and whoever you play. Yeah, that's one thing. But these practice sessions now, Bob, have become just as important, if not more. Because the main guys you're counting on for the season, uh, that's when they're competing. 
they're not competing when they're actually tackling you to the ground. But you can still see if you're winning or losing without tackling anybody to the ground as far as when you're doing. Uh, they'll do one-on-one. They'll do seven-on-seven. They'll do uh, team periods. It could be, uh, you know, short yardage situational football. It could be like, uh, you know, like next week. Okay, the, the Chargers want to do this. It'd be like third and seven. Okay, it would be like, can we stop them on third seven? And vice versa. So situational football will come about. But uh, Jeff Duncan had, uh, you know, wrote about this and about, uh, but he was looking at the elements and he asked me, I said, I, I could tell you, uh, that I love going to Lacrosse, Wisconsin. It felt like a fall day in Louisiana, even though you were in August. And I'm, what I mean by fall day, let's say like uh, early to mid October, where you wake up in the morning, it might be 65 degrees, 68, and you know you had a little pep in your step. You just got more done instead of just trying to survive practice. Uh, and I even quoted it. And, uh, Jeff said, uh, and I told him, I said, look, we couldn't get anything really accomplished in Hammond. Uh, that what you were doing is under Coach Mora, that we were just trying to survive practice. Well, how is that good for your team? How are you getting any better? And Coach Mora now in his 80s and a lot kinder, uh, he would say, no, uh, I worked y'all too hard. I remember in 86 when we played the Falcons the first game, uh, and he's there announcer, Mike, um, from Iowa State, uh, D- David, David Archer. Archer. And, man, David Archer ran all over us, but I was like, okay, when training camp was over, like Stan Brock and all the linemen, it's like they felt like we played the whole season already. And the season did not even start. So that's when we started going up to Lacrosse, Wisconsin. And, Mike, I, I told Jeff this. I was just playing quarterback. I'm not getting hit in the trenches. And I, and I lost 15 pounds like a single practice. I go like 216 to 201, like the big old lineman, like Steve Cordes, that they're losing like uh, 21, 22 pounds of uh, practice. And you can't have it where he's just trying to survive. And, um, and look, uh, Tano Passanio, uh, he's a veteran. Uh, here's a big man, 6'7", 290. He said, it's hard, man. I've seen some guys go down. It's really a full-time job to hydrate. They want you hydrate. This the thing is, you drink so much damn water, you can't sleep through the night because you got to go use the bathroom. Uh, you've got to balance that out. Then you're waking up at 2 a.m. because you're about to uh, wee-wee on yourself, and you have to go, and then you got to go use the bathroom, and then it disturbs your sleep, and it just it, it, you, you don't think of that. Though. Okay, you got to hydrate, hydrate. Well, your body's got, got to get rid of that excess, and then all of a sudden you're not – Uh, sleeping uh, through the night because of that. We'll be back with more Sports Talk here on the Big 870, and Deuce McAllister will join us right after this break. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. 
Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter, and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. We're back here on Sports Talk on the Big 870. Mike to tell you along with the Cajun Cannon, Bobby A. Barron on our Oakland Hard Jewelers talking text line. Uh, Saints color analyst Deuce McAllister. Deuce, thanks so much for joining us. Deuce, before we get into some of the practice, I want to ask you, Bobby and I were talking about this, and I know you got to see him play so much in college at Kentucky, but with the injury to Rashid Shaheed, and it opens up an opportunity for you to kind of make a splash here. For Lynn Bowden Jr., because we've seen him. He's taken reps as a punt returner. He's also played some receiver. It was a high-round pick. Just never found a niche in the National Football League. Did not find a spot. He's not going to get a whole bunch of more opportunities, okay? And so, for Lynn, this is his shot. Mike, Bobby, can you hear me? Yep, go ahead. Yeah, yeah, we got you. Well, a couple things there. The Saints have been looking for someone to take the number four and number five spot. Yep. Kind of by the horns and say, this is my spot. That's why you got 13 receivers in. Here. And for, for, for Lynn Bowden Jr. over at uh, – played at Kentucky and, you know, has played with a couple different teams, the Raiders, I think, what, Jacksonville, maybe even Dallas or some, something like that. Uh his issue in football. Does that make sense? What is it off the field? Some of his priorities or what? Do well, no, 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 not 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 him. A hundred percent off the field. My crowd, my circle. The young man can play the game of football. There ain't no question. He can play the game. He can he can play the game of football with the best of them. Period. It's it, it, it it's not well. Can he pick up the offense? Well, can he run this route? He can play football. He's got to clean up the circle. Well, he got to get new so, friends. <laughs> well, he, 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 he's got to clean up the circle. When he tells himself that he's not going to let off the field affect on the field, Lynn Bowden will play for a long time in the NFL. I mean, but he's got to make that decision. Correct. He, he, it, 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 it's not a talent issue. He's got plenty of talent. For this one, this is a, hey, look, this is how I make my money. This is how I put food on the table. I'm not going to let anybody else take food off the table for me. And so not to say it hadn't been 100% that at other places, but yeah, and, and, and kind of bounce how he has. So, you know, um, the, the, the opportunity is there for him here in New Orleans. I mean, because even if you don't take some snaps or touches away from, from the return in the return game, they still are looking for somebody to say, hey, I want number four. I want to be that fourth receiver. I want to be number five. You can you can use me in the slide. You can use me on the outside. I'll be a jammer. I'll be a gunner. I'll be a returner. They're looking for it. Well, Deuce, you know. So he's got to uh, grab that opportunity. Yeah, uh, because I, he's not going to get many more. Because uh, I can tell you one player that we talked to 
Boy, you, you let him marry your daughter. I don't know. Maybe he might be bamboozling us. Uh, but Keith Kirkwood, Keith Kirkwood, uh, boy, he's 632. You got two daughters. I, ain't got, I don't have any daughters, Bob. Uh, you got two daughters. No, Bob, saying he's that good of a guy. Uh, I mean, you know, just <laughs> you, talking you, you, see, him. you see what he do, Mike? You see what he do? I know he flipped the coin. No, 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 no but Keith Kirkwood, I, I'm telling you, just talking with that individual, he's very mature, understands the task at hand. Uh, you know, is this going into his fourth year? He knows, and, and you know what? Uh, doing that little bit of extra and taking care of his body, and uh, he was talking about like Cody Burns. Uh, Cody Burns wants to coach that kind of guy, so uh, the wide receiver coach they have a big say. So, who's going to make that final cut? Now you got to go make plays. You can't be dropping passes and all that. Uh, same thing like Traquan was having outstanding one-on-one drills when nobody could cover him in back-to-back one-on-one practices. But I kind of look at like Traquan and Keith Kirkwood and, uh, you know, like even talking about like run blocking as a receiver, how you get those uh, explosive plays instead of an eight-yard gain. Now it's 20-plus. But what's your take on Traquan and Keith Kirkwood right now? And he's healthy now. Well, that's what I was about to say, Bobby. You know, and and you know this, and Mike, you as well. It's hard to make the club in the tub. You know, and that's basically if I can't have you available, it's tough to be able to evaluate and depend on you. And so, you know, at some point, uh, coaches, GMs, scouts, whomever, you know, uh, they got to know a guy's going to be dependable. And then for, for, for both of those guys, neither one of them have the issue of knowing and understanding the offense. They both know and understand the offense. What the Saints want them to do is go out there and be consistent. You got to be healthy and you got to be consistent. And so if they can get consistency from both of those guys, then I think they obviously help themselves because you kind of know what you got. You kind of know what right. you're going to get week in and week out. You don't. You know you're not going to have any issues off the field. You know you're not going to have any issues in the locker room. You know that he's going to be able to go and make a play for you and, and, and make plays for you. It's just can you be consistent when your number is called to go and make those plays? And so both of those guys know that they have to play on special teams. And, you know, they're, gonna, they, they're, they're not going to make many mistakes. The question becomes when your number is called, can you make a play? Now, here, here, here's where the problem becomes. When you are saying, hey, look, now we have to put you in a position where now you're the number one receiver or you're the number two receiver, when normally you would probably be the third or the fourth guy. That's where it's probably not fair to them as a player because now you're asking them to do some things that they normally wouldn't have to do on a day-in and day-out basis. If I have to go out there and make a play, you know, maybe uh, two or three plays a game, then I can do that. But when you want me to go out there and make 10 plays a game, well, that may not be what I'm I'm accustomed to doing. So it's also, you know, putting them in a situation where they can be successful as well. Now, uh, Deuce, uh, you know, last year, I remember last August that he got hurt uh, right in the back end uh, training camp uh, before the season started, that being Paulson Adebo. He was outstanding in August. And I can tell you, Marshawn Lattimore has been outstanding. I, I don't even know if Michael Thomas has ever even beaten him on a route. I mean, I might be exaggerating, but you want to talk about, like, if they'd taken uh, 10 reps against each other, I would say Lattimore's probably won 8 out of the 10. And we all know his reputation as far as his performance. Uh, you know, he was always best when he lined up against elite receivers and sometimes playing down uh, to lesser competition. Uh, but it seems like the consistency. Uh, he's grown as a pro and has been good every day. And I like what Dennis Allen said. 
I go, I th- he says, I think his mind is in the right spot right now. He's competing at a very high level. He's worked extremely hard on his fundamentals and his techniques. And he said, you know what? That's encouraging for me as a play caller because DA's calling the defensive schemes because it allows us to do a lot of different things that we know we can maybe put Marshawn without any help and succeed at a high level. So have you been as impressed with Lattimore as I have? Uh, no, not really. And when I say that, there's no knock against Lattimore because I expect it. That's what you expect. You you get spoiled sometimes when he doesn't do it. And what I mean by that is when somebody that doesn't have the elite talent that he has catches a pass against him. Because we've seen him lock up Julio. You've seen him lock up, you know, Mike Evans. You've seen him lock up some of the top receivers. Right. Now what he's been able to do this camp is it's not like uh he's getting in shape. He came in in shape, and, I mean, he, what, he's, what he's going out there to do, it's like, man, I done seen that before. And, and he's just doing a lot more consistent, I guess, is the biggest thing that we're seeing now from a camp standpoint. But uh, I, I, I'm, not, I'm not surprised, I mean, because the talent has always been there. I mean, he, he is extremely, extremely Well, but talented. Deuce, what you say, like, though, when you say he, he, he's maturing as a football player? What you say he's maturing You know what it's almost like? You know what it's almost like? It's almost like he gets bored out there. No, he got bored in the Vikings playoff game. He gave up like five catches that game because he was guarding somebody that nobody heard of, and then he would slack off, and then Kirk Cousins would go after who he was guarding. I think he's more mature now. I I, I agree with you. I mean, but he he has been locked in. Now the question comes, can, can it translate? You know, can 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 it translate uh, week one? Uh, you know, uh, preseason games. Yeah, that, that yeah. Go go go. Do what you do. But you got D. Can Hopkins. It translate week one. Can it translate week one? You put him on D. Hopkins and shut his behind down, uh, and then we can maybe commit more to run against Derrick Henry and stuff. So, Deuce. that's what you're gonna have to do. Yeah, Deuce. Uh, one of the guys, um, and I saw him play a little bit in college, and he went to the Senior Bowl and with the Jets the last couple of years. Nathan Shepard. And just watching him, and a lot of this is pajamas and slippers, and so it's difficult to evaluate that. Man, he is real quick off the snap, and you can see his athleticism for an almost six foot four, three hundred twenty pound man. How well he can run east and west and get around people. Uh, your thoughts on Nathan Shepard? Because that guy. For for me, he's a lot quicker than I thought he was uh, when they signed him, and because he was a really good player, small college kid from Fort Hayes State. Man, he looks good out there. Well, it looks like he's about to turn the corner. Just with one, the opportunity, and then two, it's just him being able to go out there and be consistent. You know, maybe maybe it's a different coach in his ear or something like that. You never know what guys need to kind of turn that corner and and, and play at the elite level. Uh, but I, I I'll actually get I I ask you guys this. I thought we were about to have our first little rumble today. Yeah. With Nathan Shepard and Trevor Penning. Yep. It was on a uh, – and, I mean, they're not even in full pass. No, they, yeah, exactly. No. They're, they're in shells and stuff. Yeah, yeah, they're in shells. And Trevor, he's down blocking on a run. And it was uh, – it, it went to the right. But, I mean, they're not even at the point of attack. And so Trevor ends up blocking him. And he, he, he kind of – he's probably five to seven yards down the field. And all you see is you kind of see Trevor – 
long a little bit in the air, and he ends up on the ground. And I kind of looked. I looked at the nine. I said, man, what, what, what are they doing? They're about 12 yards down the field. We're talking about offensive linemen. We, we're not talking about uh, skill guys. It's offensive linemen, D linemen. And, you know, Nathan kind of uh, slung him. And, you know, Trevor, he pops up off the ground. It looks like he's just smiling. He jogs back to the huddle. I said, yep, it's, it's, it's just hot enough where we'll get, we'll get a little, you know, a little – pushing and shoving, maybe a punch or two, but it did happen. But uh, to be honest, I've been impressed. You know, it's really, really hard to judge defensive line, O-line play, particularly when they're not uh, scheming. Plus, you know, you're talking about uh, how hard are they truly, truly going. And um, it's just hard to judge. But as far as bursts, as far as quickness, uh, I have I have been impressed with it. I mean, I think that he's done a really good job. Now it, it becomes kind of the same thing. Can that translate to keeping those uh, linebackers clean? You know, you talk about Pete and Demario. Can you keep those guys clean? And then can you get penetration when your numbers call from that D line spot? Now, uh, Deuce, I, I'm concerned. Uh, maybe you're not as much. Um, uh, that being the linebacking core. Uh, obviously, uh, you look at Dow going down. He's primarily a special teamer, but you look at the depth. Demario Davis dealing with the calf injury has forced him uh, to miss, what, the past uh, three or four practices. And then you look at Pete Warner. I'm not worried about Pete Warner, but, uh, you know, they did bring in Anthony Barr, on which maybe you take on that. If he's only 31 years of age, you know, you might look at, uh, uh, you know, like Kamenal's 34, look at DeMario's age. He's basically three years younger, so I still think there's something left in the tank. Are you as concerned as me with the linebacking core uh, going into the season right now? Well, Anthony didn't sign unless he just signed. Right, no, no, that's what I'm saying. But would you want to sign him? Because I, I, I think – The he, Giants he, said no. That, 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 I can think right now with Anthony Barr – that I don't care if Zach Bond's been um, maybe projected as the in the top three at strong side linebacker, or whatever. Anthony Barr is better than Zach Bond. Well, I mean, but Bobby, he may be better than Zach Bond, but Zach Bond's younger, and Zach Bond's been in the system. So, I mean, Zach Zach's got a leg up. I mean, but from an experience standpoint, obviously, that, 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 man, that, that, Deuce, you know that sounds like the organization told you that <laughs> that that they want Zach Bond to work out. Come on. I mean, the organization picked him. No, they, I know. They I know they him. want him to work out. That they say, please, I mean, Zach Bond, It's up to him to get on the field. Though. <laughs> I, they should, hey, they, they they can want a lot of stuff, but that don't mean it's gonna happen. Right. But, uh, with, 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 with Anthony, though, Anthony's a Sam. He's not. He's not. Yes, he, he, he could probably play some mic for you and some different stuff for you in the nickel, but he, he he's a guy that you're gonna use in rush packages. You're gonna use as a Sam. And so for for me. I, I do have some concern because you're you're you're, you're kind of you're kind of gambling um, right now, or some of those young guys have to continue to develop, and you have to feel good about them. I mean, that, and that's what we're seeing right now. I know some people are screaming, "Oh, bring in, bring in, bring in!" Right, right. But at at, at the same time, at some point, you got to see what you got with some of those young guys, and 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 they need reps. Well, they need well, reps. Well, yeah, I mean, we, you, we, you can we, always yeah. bring in a guy, um, or you can make a trade for a guy. Right. If after a week or two, you don't see enough from some of the guys that you got in the building right now. So it's not the end of the world yet, but I, you would probably feel a little more comfortable with having a guy that has some skins on the wall just in case something does happen. I would not be surprised, very similar, where this happened in the past. 
how you look, uh, I don't know, if, uh, dude's correct me, but it's either like a Scott Fujita or a Scott, uh, or a, uh, uh, Fujita or Fujita a, a, a Shanley uh, syndrome. And Shanley and, and Seminole. Yeah, I mean, and then Mark Seminole. Seminole. Mark Seminole was another one. Yeah. You know, Mark Seminole was another one. They, they, so, they're not in camp with you, but all of a sudden they, 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 they start they start in the regular <laughs> season. So, huh? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, and so, you know, obviously all three of those guys, uh, Scott, Scott was a guy that they ended up signing, but, you know, it's, it's, it's it's like you can get a guy or a player or two like that, and so there will be some opportunities. But right now they want to see what they have in those young guys, and I think the, the young guys have, have, have done well with those opportunities. But, you know, um, having a guy that has some skins on the wall definitely probably eases you a little bit. Well, and Deuce, it's like think about my, uh, your feet to the fire, uh, and he's fresh. Uh, the first game, Derrick Henry and the Titans. You know, they coming downhill that they're going to give them the rushing attempts. Now, I don't know how many. And then you don't want them to be able to run a little bit because that will help Tannehill with play action and all that. Well, I tell you what, they better pack a lunch the first game. Uh, they, I would they, much rather uh, play the Titans a little bit later. Yeah, no, they're going to be tested. Deuce, when you say it couldn't be a bigger challenge considering the size of Derrick Henry and how Tennessee, how they structured that they want to run. Well, they want to run the ball, but I mean, there's a certain way that you have to play Derrick as well, and I think that they know that the Saints they they they've scouted it. They know that how you have to uh, play him. You still got to tackle him. I don't care how you right, play him. Right. You still got to come up and tackle him. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's a lot easier said than done. But I mean, yeah, it, it, you 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 bet your have. If I normally wear uh, one inch pads, I better put an inch and a half pads <laughs> in there just in case. You know, to soften that blow a little bit. Deuce, thanks so much for joining us this afternoon. Really appreciate it, bud. All right, fellas. Thank All right, you. Deuce. Thanks so much. Uh, Saints color analyst Deuce McAllister. We'll be back to finish it up here in our number one on Sports Talk right after this break. We're finishing up here in our number one of Sports Talk on the Big 870. I'm going to ask Andy from Uptown to hold on. We'll take you right after the 5 o'clock news break. I know he wants to talk about Wisconsin, the Cheese League. Oh, it's great. Like, you know how – And, Bob, my, you, were, you were in that situation. No, uh, I think it's great for the fans. People even took their vacations – you had uh, five teams, Vikings, you had the Packers, you had the Saints, the Chiefs were at River Falls, you had the Bears in Platteville, all within like a two-hour drive. So, people, you know how you got in baseball, you got the, uh, the Grapefruit League, the Citrus League in Arizona and, uh, and Florida, how you go to spring training for baseball? Well, that's what the football version. I don't know why the NFL don't capitalize on that because they worry about heat strokes and all that. And I think the state of Wisconsin would want to promote it. Maybe – Though the players are a little spoiled that they won't necessarily stay in dormitories. We had to stay in dorms and, you know, the facilities maybe are not up to par. But where they are up to par is still at the Greenbrier. Uh, the Greenbrier, the Saints said the president's there. And they've always had teams like the Texans. I want to say Washington were there. The Browns were just there, Cleveland. Now, when you were in Atlanta, they practiced in Sewanee? Yeah, yeah, Sewanee. But, but, Mike, it was hot. But it ain't Louisiana hot. It ain't jungle hot. You know, people say, like, oh, it's hot in Atlanta. No. Do, do, do you know before they had the Colorado Rockies, what city had the highest elevation Major League Baseball team? The Atlanta the Braves, a, a thousand feet above sea level. You went Before the Rockies, you wouldn't guess that. That's a trivia question. We'll be back with more sports talk here on the Big 870 right after this news break. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? 
Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. 